Ashley Brock Green, Nora Roberts, book Chesapeake Blue, Chapter 18. The kitchen had always been the place for family meetings, discussions, small celebrations were were held there, decisions and plans were made there, punishments were meted out, and praise was given most often at the old kitchen table no one had ever considered replacing. It was there they gathered now, with coffee on the stove and the lights bright enough to push away the dark. It seemed to Drew they were too many of them to fit in that limited space, but they made room for one another. They made room for her. They all come without hesitation, dragging themselves in their sleeping kids out of bed. They had to be a Alarm, but no one prepared Seth with questions. She could feel the tension quivering in the sluggish middle of the night air. The younger ones were shuffled upstairs and back to any available bed with Emily in charge. Drew imagined there was quite a bit of whispering speculation going on up there by anyone who managed to stay awake. I'm sorry about this, Seth began. You drag us all out of bed at two in the morning. You've got a reason. Philip closed his hands over spills. You kill somebody. Because if we've got a disposed body this time of night, we better get started. Great for the attempt to lighten the mood. Seth said, Not this time. Might be easier all around if I had. Spit it out, Seth. The sooner you tell us what's wrong, the sooner we can do something about I met with Gloria tonight. There was a silence. One long beat. Seth looked at Sibyl, understanding she'd been the most upset. I'm sorry. I was going to try to find a way not to tell you. But there... Isn't one. Why wouldn't you tell us? There was a straight of Sibyl's voice and her hand tightened. Miss William Phelps. If she's in the area and bothering you, we need to know. It's not the first time. It's going to be the last. Fleury snapped into Cam's voice. What the hell is this, Seth? She's been back around before, and you didn't mention it. I didn't see the point of getting everyone worked up the way you're going to be worked up now. Fuck that. When? When did she start coming back around you? Cam? If you're going to tell me to calm down, he said, then you're wasting your breath. I asked you a question, Seth. Since I was about 14. Son of a bitch. Come sh Cam shoved back from the table. Cross from him. Drew jumped. She's never seen that kind of rage. The kind with the ruddy violence that threatened to smash everything in his path. She's been coming around you all this time for years. And you don't say a goddamn word. No point yelling at him yet. Ethan leaned on the table. Though his voice was calm, there was something in his eyes that warned Drew his manner of fury would be ever bit as lethal as his brother's. She get money from you. Seth started to speak. Then this shook. Now you can yell at him. Ethan muttered. You paid her? You've been paying her? Shock vibrated as Cam Sarah said. What the hell's the matter with you? We've booted her greedy ass to Nebraska. If you said one goddamn word about it, we took all the legal steps to keep her away from you. Why the hell did you let her bleed you? I've done anything to keep her from touching any of you. It was just money. For Christ's sake, what do I care about that? As long as she went away again. But she didn't stay away! And it said quietly, quietly, because her own temper was somewhere on the surface. If it boiled over, it would make camp seem like a little boy's room. Did she? No, but you shouldn't have trusted us. You had to worry. No, we'd been there for you. Oh, God, and I knew that. This isn't the way to show it. Camp, I gave her money. Said that was just money. This is all I knew how to do to protect you. I need to do something. Anything I could to pay back, pay back for what? You saved me. Lucius wanted Seth's voice. He almost asked for flutters in his eyes. He gave me everything I've ever had that was decent. That was clean. That was fucking normal. You changed your lives for me and you did it when I was nothing to you. You made family. God damn it. 
Goddamn, Cam, you made me. Took a moment before he could speak. But when he did, Cam's voice was rough and it was final. I don't want to hear that kind of crap from you. I don't want to hear about fucking checks and fucking balances. That's not, that's not what he meant. Struggling with tears, Grace looks up. Sit down now. Sit down now, Cam. Don't slap at him that way. He's right. What the hell does that mean? Cam dropped back and just, what the hell does that mean? He never lets me say it. None of them ever let me. That's now, Grace said. They did save you. They started when you were nothing more than a promise to the father. Because they loved him. Then they did it for you. Because they loved you. All of us loved you. If you weren't grateful for what they did, what they never stopped doing, there'd be something wrong with you. I wanted to wait. Grace said only lift a finger. So. Love doesn't require payment. Cam's right about that. There are no checks and balances here. I needed to give something back. That wasn't all. She said things about Aubrey. He stared at Grace as the girl ran out of her face. Aubrey had been silently weeping about her What? She used me? Just things like, wasn't she pretty? Wouldn't it be a shame if anything happened to her? Or her little sister? Or her cousins? Christ, I was terrified. I was fucking 14. I'm scared to death. If I said anything to anybody, she'd find a way to hurt Aubrey. Or one of the kids. Of course you were. And I said, she counted on that. When she said I owed her for all the trouble I caused her, how she needed a few hundred for travel money, figured it was the best way to get rid of her. Jesus, Grace was pregnant with Deke, and Kevin Bram were just babies. I just wanted her gone and away from here. She knew that. Spilled that on a sigh. Rose to go to the coffee. She knew how much your family mattered to you, so that's what she used. She was always good at finding just the right button to push. She pushed mine off enough when I was a lot older than 14. She laid a hand on her shoulder, squeezed as she topped off mugs. Ray was a grown man, but he paid her. She'd go away months at a time, says continued. Even years, but she came back. I had money, my share from the boatyard, which she gave me from Ray, and from some paintings. She gave me twice when I was in college and came back for a third. Figured out she wasn't going anywhere. Not for long. I knew it was stupid. To keep paying her, had a chance to go to Europe to study to work. I took it. Wasn't any point in her coming around here if I was gone. Seth. And I waited until he looked. Did you go to Europe to get away from her? To get her away from us? The look he said her was so fierce, so full of love, it made Drew so hurt. I wanted to go. I needed to find out what I could do with my work on my own. That was just another door you opened up for me. But in the back of my mind, well, wait in, that's all. Okay. Ethan turned his mug and slipped. He did what he thought he had to do then. What about now? About four months ago, she showed up on my doorstep in Rome. She had some guy with her she was stringing along. She heard about me, read stuff, and figured the pot was a whole lot richer now. She said, you go to the press, to the galleries, and give them the story. The whole story. Her story. He amended the way she twisted it around, dragging Ray's name through the dirt again. I paid her off when I came home. I wanted to come home, but it turns out I brought her back with me. You never brought her anywhere, Pilgrim. Get that through your thick head. Okay. She came back. Only this time the money didn't send her off again. She's been staying around somewhere. She came into the shop. Did she threaten you? Tipper fared in the camp station. Did she try to hurt you? No. She knows Seth and I are involved. 
So she's out of me to the mix. Use me as another weapon to hurt him. I don't know her, but from everything I've heard, everything I'm hearing, she wants that as much as she wants money. To hurt him. To hurt all of you. I don't agree with what Seth did, but I understand why he did it. Her gaze traveled around the table from face to face. I shouldn't be sitting here at this table with you talking about this. This is family business and as personal as it gets, but no one questions my being here. You says, Phil said simply. You can't know how special you are, all of you. This unit, whatever Seth's trying to protect that unit was right or wrong. Smart or stupid, doesn't much matter at this point. The point is he loved you all too much to do otherwise, and she knew it. Now it has to stop. There's a woman with brains, Kim said. Did you pay her tonight, kid? No, she said new terms. She'll go to the press, tell her story. Blah, blah. She shrugged and realized a great deal of the weight on her shoulders had already lived. But she's got a new spin, pulling Drew into it. Senator's granddaughter in sex scandal. As a bull. But if she does it, it's going to pull everybody in. Reporters hounding her at the flower shop, hounding all of you, turning her family upside down. All of us, too. Screw her! Aubrey said very clearly. Another girl with brains. Cam winked at Aubrey. How much you want this time? A million. Cam choked on the coffee. He just said, a million. A million fucking dollars. She won't get a penny. Face cream and a patty cam on the back. Not a penny this time or ever again. Is that right, Seth? I knew when I said was her in that dive, she'd have me meet her in that I had to cut it off. She'll have to do whatever she's going to do. We won't be sitting on our hands, Phil promised. When are you supposed to meet her again? Tomorrow night will be the $10,000 down payment. Where? This redneck Bart in St. Michael's. Phillip's thinking. Cam Green, a wide, wide grin. I love when that happens. Yeah, I'm thinking. Why don't I start some breakfast? Grace got to her feet, and you can tell us all what you're thinking. Drew listened to the ideas, the arguments, and incredibly... From her point of view, she, the laughter and casual insults as a planned suit shape. Bacon sizzled, eggs were scrambled, and coffee was brewed. She wondered if the lack of sleep had made her dull witted, or if it was just impossible for an outsider to keep up with the dynamics. When she started to get up to help set the table in and lean a hand on her shoulder, rope. Just sit, honey. You look exhausted. I'm all right. It's just, I don't think I really understand. Suppose Gloria hasn't committed an actual crime, but it just seems as if you should talk to the police or a lawyer instead of trying to deal with it all yourselves. Conversation snapped off. For a few seconds, there was no sound, but the gurgle of the coffee pot and the snap of frying meat. Well, now, Ethan said in a soft way, that would be one option. Except you have to figure the cops would just tell Seth how he was a moron to give her money in the first place. Seems we've already covered that part here. She blackmailed him. In a manner of speaking, he's agreed. They're not going to arrest her for it, are they? No, but... And I guess a lawyer might write a whole bunch of papers and letters and what all about it. Maybe we could sue her or something. You can sue anybody for damn near anything, it seems to me. Maybe he goes cord, then it gets ugly, and it drags out. It isn't enough to stop the extortion, Drew insisted. She should pay for what she's done. You work in the system, she said to Anna. I do, and I believe in it. I also know its flaws. As much as I want this woman to pay for every moment of pain and worry and unhappiness she brought since, I know she won't. We can only deal with now. We do with our own. Camp spoke in a tone of flat fidelity. Family stands up. That's all there is it. That's all there is. She was toward him. And you're thinking I won't stand up. Kimberly, Drew, you're pretty as they come, but you're not standing at this table for decoration. You'll stand up. 
when men don't fall for women unless they got a spine. She kept her eyes on his. Is that a compliment? He grinned at her. Those two compliments. She eased back now. All right. So you hear it your way. The Quinn way, she added. But I think it might be helpful to find out if, considering her lifestyle and habits, she has any outstanding warrants. I, I called my grandfather out to get us that information for tomorrow night. It wouldn't hurt for her to realize we play hard, too. I like her. Kim said the said. Me too, said Two Grand. I don't want you to drag your family in this. Not wanting to drag yours into it, or me into it, is why we're all sitting here at four in the morning. She took the platter bag zombie pass, scooped some on her plate. Your bright idea was to get drunk and dump me. How'd that work out for you? He took the platter and tried to smile. Better than expected. No thanks to you. I wouldn't advise you going down that path again. Past the salt, whilst <laughs> family looked on. He reached over, took her face in his hands, and kissed her. Hard lung drew. He said, I love you. Good, I love you too. She took his wrist, squeezed lightly. Now pass the salt. <laughs> he didn't think he would sleep, but he dropped up like a stone for four hours when he woke up in his old room, disoriented and soft rain. His first clear thought was that she wasn't beside him. He stumbled out of the room. Downstairs, five camel loaned Where's Drew? She went into work about an hour ago. Borrowed your car. She went in. Jesus, that's about his hands over his face, trying to get his brain engaged. After too much whiskey, too much coffee, too little sleep. Why didn't she just close for the day? She couldn't have gotten very much sleep. She looked like she looked like she handled it a lot better than you did, pal. Yeah, well, she didn't down have a bottle of Jameson first. You play, you pay. Yeah, you put a cupboard to search for a kitchen ass. Tell me. Yeah, put a glass of water. Here it is. Down those, then let's take a walk. I need to clean up. Get into town. Maybe I can give you a hand in the shop something. She'll hold for a few minutes. Came open the kitchen. Let's take it outside. If you're planning on kicking my ass, it won't take much this morning. Thought about it. But I think it's been kicked enough for now. Look, I know I fucked up. You shut up. Cam gave set the shove out the door. I've got some things to say. He headed for the dock. I said that expected the sun was strong and hot. It was barely nine in the morning and already the air had a mean, threatening weight that promised to gain more muscle before it was done. You pissed me off, Kimmy. I'm mostly over it, but I want something to make clear. I'm speaking for Ethan and Phil. Get that? Yeah, I get it. We didn't give up a goddamn thing for you. Shut up, Seth. He snapped out what Seth opened his Just shut the hell up and listen. He let out a breath. <laughs> Looks like I'm still pissed off. <laughs> pissed off after all. Grace had some points. And I'm not going to argue about them. But none of us give up, Jack. You wanted to race. And I raced. I told you to shut up. Now shut the fuck up. I know I'm done. You were ten years old. And, then we, and we did what we were supposed to do. Nobody wants a fucking obligation from you. Nobody wants payment from you. And it's a goddamn insult for you to think otherwise. It's not like that. Do you want me to tie your tongue into it or not? Or are you going to shut up? Because he felt it again, Seth shrugged. Things changed for you the way they were supposed to change. Things changed for us, too. Ever stop to think that if I had been stuck with some small-ass skinny pain in the ass kid, I might not have met Anna. I might not have lived my life without her. I might have lived my life without her. And without Kevin and Jake. 
Phones and Bill, same deal. They found each other only because you were in the middle. Figure and Grace might be getting around to dating just about now. Almost twenty years after the fact. If you'd been if you'd been part of things, had nudged them along. You wait a minute. So how much do we owe you for our wives and children? For pulling us back home, for giving us a raise and to start the business. I'm sorry. Sure frustration I came to that is on here. I don't want you to be sorry for sweet Christ's sake. I want you to wake up. I'm awake. I don't feel much like George Bailey, but I'm awake. It's a wonderful life, said that. Grandma still told me I ought to think about it. Yeah, she loved old movies. I should have figured if anybody could put a chip in that rock head of yours, it would be Mom. I guess I didn't listen to her either. I think she's pissed off at me, too. I should have told you right along. You didn't, and I was done. So he's over now. We'll deal with her tonight. I'm looking forward to it. Set term was little. I never thought I'd say it, but I'm looking forward to meeting him tonight. It's been a long time coming, so you want to kick my ass or slap me around? Get a grip on yourself. Just wanted to clear the air. Can't slug a friendly arm around his shoulder. Then shoved him into the water. I don't know why he <laughs> said what said service, but doing that always makes me feel better. <laughs> Glad I could help. Seth sputtered and let himself sink. You're staying here. That's the end of it. And when did we come? And when did we come to the point where you dictate where I go and what I do? Play it back for me. I must have missed it the first time around. I'm not arg I'm not gonna argue about this. Oh yes, Drew said almost sweetly. You are. She's not getting near you again. That's number one. The place I'm meeting her is a dive, and you don't belong there. That's two. Oh, I see. Now you decide where I belong. That's a tune I've been hearing all my life. I don't care for it. Drew said, pause, then paced to the back door. The family kitchen man. This is hard enough without me getting in there. Me going in there worrying about some asshole hassling you. The place is one step up from a pit. I don't know why you think I can't handle assholes. I've been handling you, haven't I? That's real funny. And I'll burst into hilarity over it later. I want this done and over. I want it behind me. Behind us. Please. He changed tactic. Laid his hand, Julian. Lay here and let me do what I have to do. There's turmoil in his eyes now rather than temper. As she responded to it. Well... Since you asked so nicely, his shoulders relaxed as he laid his forehead on her. Okay, good. Maybe you should stretch out for a little while. He didn't get much sleep last night. Don't push it, Seth. Right. I should go. You know who you are. She turned her head to brush her lips over it. And so do I. She doesn't. She never could. She let him go. And stood on the front porch with the other Quinn women as the two cars drove away. And I lowered the hand she lifted away. There go our strong, brave men off to battle. And we women folks stay behind, tucked up safe. Put on the aprons, I'll be more. Make potato salad for tomorrow's picnic. Drew glanced around, saw the same look on her companion's eyes. She knew it was in her hand. I don't think so. So, Sabine so rolled her shoulders, glanced at her watch. How much lead time do we give them? Fifteen minutes, I'll be about right. Anna decided. Grace nodded. We'll take my van. Seth sat at the bar, brooding into his untouched beer. He figured the dread in the pit of his stomach was natural. She always put it there. The venue, he supposed, was the perfect place for this showdown with her. With his early childhood, with his own ghosts and demons. He intended to walk out it when he was finished and leave all that misery behind. Just another smear on a dirty, 
air. You need to feel clean again, complete again. You wondered if Ray would have understood this nasty tug of war between fairy and grief. He liked to think so, just as he liked to think some part of Ray was sitting beside him in the bar. But when she walked in, there was only the two of them, the drinkers, the pool players, the bartender, even the new previous connection with the men, the man who'd been his grandfather faded away, as she sat and his mother. She relaxed onto the stool, crossed her legs, and sent the bartender a wink. You look a little rough around the edges, she said, says, it's a night. You look the same, you know. I've been sitting here thinking, you had a pretty good deal growing up. Shit. She snagged the gin and tonic the bartender put in front of her. Like you know about it. Big house, plenty of money, good education. Fat. Fuck that, she drank deep. Bunch of jerks and assholes. You hated them. My mother's a cold fish. Stepfather's a pussy whipped. Pussy whipped and there's Sibyl, the perfect daughter. I couldn't wait to get the hell out and live. I don't know about your parents. They don't have anything to do with me either, but Sibyl never hurt you. She took you in, took both of us in when you landed on her doorstep broke and with nowhere else to go so she could lord it over me goddamn superior bitch is that why you stole from her when we were in new york cleared her out and took off after she'd given you a place to stay i take what i need that's how you get ahead in life had to support you didn't i let's not bullshit you never gave a damn about me the only reason you didn't take off without me dumped me on Sibyl was because you knew she cared about me so you took me away you stole her things because you hated her you stole so you could buy drugs. Oh, yeah. She'd love it if I left you behind. She could have gone around feeling righteous, telling everybody how worthless I was. Fuck her. Whatever I took out of her place, I was entitled to. Gotta look out for number one in this life. Never could teach you that. You taught me plenty. When Gloria rattled the ice in her glass, he signaled the bartender for another drink. Ray didn't even know about you, but he hated him. When he found out, when he tried to help you, he only hated him more. He owed me. Bastard doesn't keep his dick zipped, knocks up some idiot co-ed. He ought to pay. And he paid you. He didn't know Barbara was pregnant when you and he with you. He never knew you existed, but when you told him, he paid you. It wasn't enough. You tried to ruin him with lies. Then he used his decency against him and sold me to him like I was a puppy you were tired of. Fucking A, I was tired of you. Kept you around for ten years, cramping my style. Old man Quint owed me for giving him a grandson. And it all worked out pretty well for you, didn't it? I guess I owe you for that one. He lifted his beer in a toast and sipped. But it worked out pretty well for you, at least when he was alive. You just kept hitting him up for more money, using me as the bait. Hey, he couldn't toss you back any time. Hey, he could have tossed you back any time. You were nothing to him, just like I was nothing. Yeah, some people are just stupid, weak, natural marks. But even a promise made to a ten-year-old boy needs to be kept. Same time, you think that same kid deserved a shot at a decent life, a home, a family. He'd have given you the same if you wanted it. You think I wanted to be stuck in some backward, bumfuck town paying homage to an old man who picks up strays? She gulped her gin. That's your scene, not mine. And you gotta say what you're bitching about, and if you want to keep it, you'll pay. Just like you'll always paid, you've got the down payment. How much you figure you've gotten from me over the years, Gloria? Between what you let out of Ray, what you've been bleeding out of me, must be a couple hundred thousand at least. Off, Of course, you never got anything out of my brothers. You tried. They usualized threats intimidation, but they didn't bleed so easy. You do better with old men and kids.
She's smart. They'd pay if I wanted them to pay. I had better things to do. Bigger fish to fry. You want to fry your own fish now? Keep the fancy art career you've got going from getting screwed up? Want to keep sticking it to the senator's granddaughter? You pay for it. So he said, let me get the terms clear. I'll pay you $1 million, starting with a $10,000 down payment tonight. In cash. Right, in cash. Or you'll go to the press, to Drew's family, spend another web of lies about how you were used and abused by the Quins, starting with Ray. You'll smell them and me and Drew along with it. The poor, desperate woman, girl really, struggling to raise a child on her own, begging for help, only to be forced to give up the child. That's a nice ring. Lifetime movie of the week. No mention in there of the trick she turned while that child was in the next room or the men you let touch him. No mention of the drugs, the booze, the beatings. Bring out the violin, she leaned to very close. You were a pain in the ass. You're lucky I kept you around as long as I did. Laura reversed. You're lucky I didn't sell you to one of my Johns. Someone would have paid top dollar. You would have sooner or later. She checked. Had to get something out of you, didn't I? You've been... Taping me for money. You've been tapping me for money since I was 14. I've paid you to protect my family and myself. Mostly I've paid you because the peace of mind was worth a hell of a lot more than the money. I'll let you blackmail me. I want what's due me. She snapped up the three. I'm making you a deal here. One lump sum payment and you keep your nice boring life. Screw him with me and you'll lose it all. A million dollars, or you'll do whatever you can to hurt my family, ruin my career, destroy my relationship with Drew. In a nutshell, pay up. There's the beer side minerals. Not now, not ever again. She grabbed a shirt in her fists, yanked his face closer. You don't want to fuck with me. Oh, yeah, I do, I have. He reached in his pocket, pulled out a mini recorder. Everything we've said is on here. My big problem in court if I decide to go to the cops. When she grabbed for he cuffed her wrist with his hand. Speaking of cops, they'll be interested to know you jump bail down in Fort Worth. Solicitation and possession? You go public and some hard-ass skip tracer is going to be real happy to scoop you up and haul you back to Texas. You son of a bitch! True words, he said mildly. But you go right ahead and try to study your version of things. I figure anybody who wants to write a story about all this will be really interested in this informal interview. I want my money. She shrieked it, tossed what was left in her glass in his face. The quartet playing pool looked over. The biggest of them tapped his cue against his palm as he sized up set. She leaped off the stool and fury at her practically in tears. He stole my money. The four men started forward. Seth rose from the stool, and his brothers walked in, ranged themselves beside him. That seems to even things up. Cam tucked his thumbs in his front pockets. Gave Gloria a few Been a while. You bastards. You're all fucking bastards. I want what's mine. You've got, we've got nothing of yours. We even spoke quietly. We never did. I take anything from her, says Desiree. Nope. He continued to wipe the floor. You want trouble? Take it outside. <laughs> Phillips gained the faces of the four men. You want trouble? The big man's have to skew twice more. Bob says he didn't take nothing. You didn't take nothing. None of all. None of mine. Never mind. How about you, Gloria? You want trouble? Phil passed her. Before she could speak, the door opened. The women came in. God damn it. She can't put her arms. She ought to figure it. Drew walked directly to Seth. Slid her hand into his. Hello again, Gloria. It's funny. My mother doesn't remember you at all. She isn't the least bit interested in you. But my grandfather is. She took a piece of paper out of her pocket. This is the number to his office on the hill. He'll be happy to speak to you if you'd like to call him. 
Gilroy slapped the paper from Drew's finger, then retreated quickly when Seth stepped for him. I'll make you sorry for this. She shoved through them, pausing briefly to snarl at Sibyl. You should have shouldn't have come back, Gloria, said Bill Dorder. You should have cut your losses. Bitch, I'll make you sorry. I'll make you all sorry. One last bitter glance, she shoved through the door. You were supposed to stay home, said Dorder. No, was it? Truth touched his cheek. End of chapter eighteen.